everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of the GPRO podcast with your host, Jun. And I've got a very, very special guest for you today. It's uh, Cameron Halsall. Is I, am I saying your surname right? Uh, it's Halsall. Everyone Halsall. calls me Halsall. I mean, ever since I was a kid, uh, they always said Halsall. I never bothered correcting them because I just know I knew better. Um, you know, I was kind of like, <laughs> I know that you, you call me by the wrong name. And I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's not even people didn't even know my real name, my last name. They, or they use that much although I do remember my dad my dad used to say if I had been born in his generation I would have been called Halsall a lot at school but I think we've kind of moved on from that um, fair practice. enough so, <laughs> I mean I, I have a lot of people kind of mispronouncing my name and I only got five letters five letters in mind so you know <laughs> oh yeah it's it's uh, I understand the uh, the purpose of that but yeah so Halsall okay I'll know that from now on but yeah I've got a, how are you mate you're really good um, I've had a pretty good week. I'm generally feeling pretty, pretty good. Uh, yeah, good. good. So, uh, obviously, uh, at the start, we would like to know a little bit more about you. So, would you like to introduce yourself, what you do, what kind of stuff? Well, I my name is Cameron. Um, if uh, if you didn't realise already, if you if you really haven't, then I don't know what you're doing. Um, but yes, I um, I live in England, uh, my my country, um, and I don't really do a whole lot, to be honest, besides GPRO. Um, I think it's just more, and on account of the economic situation, my age, I'm, I'm 23, I haven't um, moved on to full-time employment yet. So I'm looking to get that done, hopefully, in, in sometime in the next few months. Um, but, uh, yeah, essentially, I've just been trying to get everything together, trying to survive. I think we all are at this moment in time. Um but yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty much sums up as in who I am, what I'm doing. Um, there's not much else I can say in terms of what I do. I don't really have a career. I'm like the I'm like a previous guest, but uh, yeah. Um, so I mean, um, do, do, are, you, are you are you kind of studying now or like? Um, I'm currently not studying. I haven't been studying since the end of 2019. Um, to be honest, it's been a rough few years, even with, before the pandemic. I just I really struggled with with work and everything and um especially just getting on with other people I, th I think it was just difficult because uh i always yeah I, I i always thought i would try and put my my own career first and try and so i went to the this um, business school in london and i thought that if i studied business i'd be able to get a job and i'd be all we'd all be swimming <laughs> and unfortunately it's it's in london and you know london is is a very alien to people that 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 don't that don't um are, you're, either, you're either used to london or you're not and i found really i wasn't um especially because you know people were coming from all over the country really to, to study there and i ended up you know my halls for the first year didn't weren't the same as they were owned by the college there you know, in, in woodgreen some you know about half a, half an hour on the tube to a college damn okay and, wow so basically, yeah, I had to commute in every morning, and that was that was a pain. And the fact that, yeah, I didn't have any real uh, people that I could get to know um, there um, made it quite difficult as well. Um, mm. Because, yeah, you just and and the fact is that everyone there basically is only really there if well, I mean, I'm only yeah, you're either interested in business or you're just generally I don't know looking to make a lot of money and. Mm. Hmm. I think the best way really I can explain it is that uh, there was this girl and I don't know what, why I'm going on this trip. I have to kind of use it to explain and I had maybe a bit of a thing for her but uh, 
I was, I mean, I think I came back after the end of the first year, start of the second year, and I was asking him, look, what, what do you, what do you do on during the summer? And she said, I went skiing. And I was like, that's that's really relatable. Thank you, thank you very much. So yeah, that that really sums up what my college experience was. I really didn't enjoy. I found found it really difficult to meet people that I actually got on with and mm. trying to work on keep on top of workload and stuff. And I, I thought it was going to be really specialised. I thought you know we were going to be doing, but I really wanted to do marketing and. I thought we were just just going to be about you know selling to people, come up with you know ideas for products, strategies, and but when you're doing a uni course, there's so many different subjects within that, mm. and I think it really came unstuck because I had to had to do a law unit, um, and I found okay. more interesting. Um, Weird for business business school a little bit. Yeah, I mean it, it kind of makes sense at the end of the day. You have to understand contracts contracts oh. to be able to function properly as a business, but it's mm. it's like I see things from a, from a layman's perspective and as such it's very difficult to really understand the legal terms especially when your only prior experience is basically what does the court system look like and how do you <laughs> pass a bill through parliament hmm. uh, and, okay. and, and then you're suddenly coming on into what what makes the contracts what how are the ex- exclusions what you know you're talking about um formation and, and all that stuff and I, and then yeah. and then trying to and then trying to convert that into writing a report about it kind of where you have to arbitrate on a, on a case that that you had to to basically come up with these you know this abstract concept of a, i think it was a marriage dispute or something not like a marriage not like a marriage dispute as in because it wasn't for the a family court it was more it was this um nuptial company okay remember. okay okay so, so basically when the wedding goes wrong or or not or the, they can't have the wedding because there's a bit of a, a, a flood or something or, or there and there's like a over the ordering of the catering and so on and so forth basically yeah and you have to kind of work out who's at fault and i was like i have absolutely no idea wow. this i'm not a legal minded person and so having to spend time on that was yeah a bit of a pain to be honest no that's fair enough i mean like i've, I've you know i i tried i tried doing business i i, I did business after i finished secondary school yeah. uh did a, did a couple of years in the in, in the course and yeah, I wouldn't expect to learn something, you know, like law and kind of, you know, how contracts work and all that kind of stuff. So it is really interesting to, to, to actually hear that and to actually see that, you know, you have to learn different other aspects of, you know, certain, certain areas rather than specifically business itself, which is, yeah, which is def- def- well, weird in my eyes yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm not really an academic. That's really how I can do it. That's fair. Uh, yeah. so, so what 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 kind, what kind of were you planning on doing um, and like in, um, you said trying to find work in the next few months kind of what, what are you actually looking for well um i mean i can't really go into too much details it's one of those of things course, yeah, um yeah, yeah. not because of not because i'm not i don't i wouldn't you know if i could really talk about these things i could i would i would want to i mean, i would want to and it's not like i don't want to you know disclose personal details about my future career because i'd love mm. to talk about this company but it's one of those things where, you know, I don't. It's 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 kind of complicated because I'm still applying for it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, talk about the actual like maybe not the job itself and not the company, okay. but just like what what you do and. Okay, well, I mean, in terms of, well, I can't really say too much about it. I mean, I'm just generally. I feel Mike. Okay, okay. Let's let's try and get to the point here, Cameron. Um, but essentially, I think I have a decent range of skills and. I'm. I feel like I'm competent enough in business to understand the ins and outs of every organisation, and to try and look at going day one, 
okay, what's going on? What, what's all the process here? What's everything working out? My, in my head, I can go, okay, here's this thing. Um, you know, say if it's like a store layout, not that I'd be you know asked to do that, but say for example, you've got this, this store layout and you've got uh, trying to and you're trying to work out. Say, I mean, not I obviously know the reasons why when you go to a supermarket, for example, they they put the bread at the back. They put every, they try try and keep rearranging. Uh, okay. You try and buy yeah. more stuff, and mm. um, that's something that you pick up quite quickly. But I'm I'm, but, but for me, it's kind of like if it, if it's like. Um, I mean, this is kind of a really simple example, but say that the bread's in one aisle, but then the butter's down the other end. I might go, hang on a minute. People that might want bread might also want butter. Okay, yeah. And then say, so hey, hey, why, why don't we shift that towards there or some something along those lines? That's the most basic example I can think of. But mm. yeah, generally, I'm I'm good at thinking about those smaller details, and that maybe other people don't really see that I think could make a real difference to. Um, the customer and ultimately then the the business. No, yeah, that's fair. No, you 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 would you would want that kind of person, um, especially try to maximize your business. You know, um, just have that mindset and just have that you know yeah. thought of going. You know, like like the bread and butter being like, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. two two things that go yeah. together. You might as well put those put those yeah. items near each other. You know, yeah, easier to find stuff. But no, no, I, mm. that's not what you're going for. No, so fair enough. It's very interesting what you kind of. I mean, obviously, in much detail because you couldn't really do that. But you know, it's really interesting to, yeah, just to hear about. It's, it's, it's basically the industry. It's not my personal preference. I think it's just it's just standard practice in this industry to not disclose that you're you've got anything to do with this industry. Basically, mm, fair. Um, I mean, what, what's 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 your ideal job? Like, if if you had if you had one dream job that you can you can get, what would what oh, would it be dream, for you? Dream job. Um, I mean, I've always. I mean. I've always liked the idea of, to be honest, I mean, I, I said marketing, I mean, I, I do like generally looking at strategy, looking at improving people's um, ability to, to get what they want and to give customers what they want ultimately. Um, I'd always, I always said to myself, if I really failed and I, and I couldn't salvage a career, I could always go into politics um, and become an MP. I think, I think, um, I, think um, I think I remember my, my what was it i think yeah it was my nan died a couple of years ago um and we were sitting in a hospital bed and this is probably the first time in quite a while that family had come together and i only bring this up because my i think my granddad said that he knew someone who worked as the councillor for the liberal democrats and i thought okay i could i could you know see that as a potential career and i was thinking that was kind of where the idea of i could maybe get into politics comes from not that i you know i i don't have anything to do with the liberal democrats but yeah, um, and I'm not really going to delve into it much. I'm sure if people want to ask me personally, then sure. Um, but um, yeah, we don't have to yeah. go into much detail really on you know this podcast, especially considering the subject nature. And I know that the community has a bit of an attitude towards politics. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we do. We do. I mean, GPRO's motto is tend not to bring politics into it, just just to keep it a clean space and you know, a space. For people to, you know, no matter no matter what your polit- political standby is and you know your political thoughts are, just to get everyone together and just to play, have fun, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and understand understand your point, and uh, you know, being a politician, it's been, it sounds <laughs> I mean, pretty interesting to me. I it? mean, I mean, my avatar is Humphrey Appleby. <laughs> like it, it seems like otherwise, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, else do you think it, 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 I picked it? I mean, partly, I mean, it was to try and put up a bit of a front for mafia games to try and show myself as a bit of a 
as someone who's an authoritative staff. If, if anyone's watched Yes Minister, I mean, I seriously recommend it. It's one of the better, it's one of probably, it's very, very unrated um, 80s comedy. In fact, I've got um, the DVD stock set next to me um, because I've been going through it again. It's just, just so fantastic. Not that I didn't want to be like Humphrey Appleby because he, you have to, I mean, he's played by Nigel, Nigel Hawthorne and he has a thing for remembering monologue. And oh, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, you can basically. I think. I think the great thing of it is about it. I mean, is that you don't have to be from a particular political persuasion to enjoy it. Mm. It's, it's it's sort of ideologically neutral. It discusses both sides of any given issue, mm. but it pokes fun at both both sides really quite well. It's, it does a good job of that. But also, oh. it's yeah, and I, I mean, it's very British as well. And that's why I also <laughs> yeah. like it. Mate, British, um, British humour is one of the best. I do love it. Yeah, I mean, so the Americans might uh, might take issue with that, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do think we we do it better, to be honest. You know, you know what? I agree with you on that one as well. I do, I do. But uh, yeah, no, it sounds that actually sounds really interesting. I might actually want to watch that. So uh, cheers for giving me an idea. Sure. sure. <laughs> but uh, let, let's 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 go on to GPR right now because uh, you yeah. know, obviously yeah. you know the podcast sure. is based you know in GPRO. So how how yeah. did you find the game? Well, I've been on the website since 2016, so I'm relatively fresh compared to some of the other people in the community. Um, I think at the time I was going through my sixth form college, basically what happened was, as was in the case of university, which I really should have seen that I wasn't going to fit in. I didn't really fit in my, my sixth form college either. Yeah. So, I, But I felt I'd sort of been lacking in terms of finding somewhere to really socialise. And so... I felt like joining some sort of community would have been good. Um, I didn't find it by, by search. I, I was on Facebook at the time. Can you believe it? I was on Facebook. And Facebook. <laughs> like, oh, such a so old. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, that's another, that's another story too. My, my dad had to force me onto Facebook. Like, I was oh, not really? interested at first. Yeah, it was about 2012. He said, like, son, there's this thing called Facebook, and you can meet with your friends, and you can join up here, and it's all very interesting. And then, like... Two days later, I blocked him because he was noticing that I was active at night. And so he was saying, saying please go to bed. Oh. I was like, no, <laughs> screw you. I'm not having you have anything to do with my personal life. So, yeah. Um, wow. I mean, obviously, my dad and I, we've ha we have much better relationships uh, uh, since then. But, uh, yeah, so I was on Facebook at, um, and this is at the time still. Um, and I think there was this um, F1 group. Basically, that you know, you talk talk about F one and, and stuff, and, and mm. I remember that the the culture at the time was either you're with Hamilton or you're Rosberg, or you, you know you your Hamilton is a is um, to be honest, I think he was he was much more I could vouch for him back then, mm. um, and basically, you know, people people really underrated him back then. People have to understand, you know, there was there was the time when he only had one world championship fighting second in 2014 and mm -hmm. yeah so people people were basically you know uh, saying how dare you accuse Nico Rosberg of cheating kind of those things came around especially I remember yeah. Spa 2014 I remember having a heated heated debate about it but mm -hmm. uh, yeah as, so as to actually how I found GPRO um it was a friend of mine I say friend Facebook friend they're not really friends but I'm sure, you know, if I wanted to contact him, I probably could have. I think he's still on there, checked, actually. But there was a guy called James Hater, and he said that, not Hater, it's H-A-Y-D-E-R, not, not Hater. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. But, yeah, no, so he basically said, this guy's on this thing called G-Pro, and I thought, oh, this must, what's, what's this all about? It's all, I like F1, I like the idea of, of a game, and that's the other thing as well, because I used to be into Grand Trisman a lot, um, 
but my dad was the one who had the PlayStation. I didn't really even know tell us much, so I didn't have much time for gaming. And I wanted to do oh, something right. racing related. Yeah. So I thought, why not during this thing? I can play it anytime, anywhere I want, um, and then just see how things go. And um, that's yeah, pretty much where I am right now. I mean, initially I thought my plan was to try and get to elite without becoming a sporter, <laughs> um, because yeah. I was a bit of a scrimp. I thought, you know, maybe I could do this on my own and. Yeah, so so far the the furthest I've got is pro, but uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so and I, and I have become a sporter. I don't know if you can tell because obviously you needed to be a sporter to have an avatar, but uh, yeah. Fair, no, no, fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been a supporter, you know, on GPR for God knows how long now. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's just a way of supporting the game, to be honest, you know. Um, but yeah, you did better than me, you know, without being supporter when you went to pro. You know, I, I didn't even yeah, get above amateur and went, and even I was, <laughs> I was supporting anything. So, yeah, of course. Um, no, yeah. fair enough. So, um, so what, what, what made you, you know, stick around to the game? You know, like, did you um, the game at all? With, uh... I think, I mean, I have, it has tasted my patience at times. I have, you know, really been uh, you know, challenged by the difficulty, and I, I think. More than anything, it's just I just wanted to see it out because I saw these people that have these, these people have raced, they've done a thousand races, and I thought, hey, maybe maybe you know I could do a thousand races myself one day, see if anything happens, and right. and then of course just to just to community just to, to put my mark on there, and I said as I said before that I I you know really wanted to socialise to become part of the community, so I felt like you know doing something that like that, like mm. I I could make a meaningful contribution, and then make it something a meaningful part of my life and to that extent I've, I've, I think I've succeeded to some extent and um, maybe <laughs> there is some way to go and yeah but uh yeah that's that's been mainly it I mean as my current driver I don't know I'm, I mean he's a bit a bit of a um, problem child trying to get him up to standard <laughs> and before he hits the um, OA limit for um, um not for pro obviously because you can keep your driver um to the end of your contract if he goes over your the, the, the level your, your group you're currently in yeah. um but that's where i'm at right now i mean i had a pretty terrible race last last time out um because i mean we we uh i overestimated driver energy and i, and I ran out oh, that's wow. the first time i've ever done that so Fair. You know, Fair. i may have i may have quite a few races in this game but i still don't really know the ins and outs and mm. the calculator we have is still not fully reliable and so that's the thing um and yeah, uh, that's sort of where I'm at in terms of my career. Um, oh yeah, I'm, as well, I'm about to my next the next race. We're going to be recording some on the Saturday, uh, but by the time it's going out by Tuesday, by Tuesday, which is the thirtieth, not the twenty seventh. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Just, yeah. Just, so just, just just for people who didn't get it, I uh, I messaged Cameron about our recording date. And I said the 30th percent of 27, which is why he's yeah. uh, pointing yeah. out. But yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, we appreciate um, it. But yes, um, so anyway, but yes, yeah, so recording this on the Saturday, um, and presumably on Tuesday night, when this goes out. I'll be having my 500th race. And, uh, oh, 500th, nice. Yes, yeah, I know. It's a 500 club. And it's not as quite as uh, prestigious as the 1000 club, but I feel like I'm halfway there. And halfway so. there, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's been five years. And like, part of me thinks, yeah, what have I done with my life? Part of me thinks that, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy that I've stayed around this long. I think I've only ever missed one race. I mean, obviously I have done holiday in my account, so I haven't fully done 500 races, but I didn't only miss one race. And I think it was just because I was really sick at the time. Like I could barely go on my computer and I couldn't, could not, basically it was not going to be possible for me to, for me to qualify because my head was not 
feeling good that day. But otherwise, yeah, yeah I've done um, reasonably well in, in terms of you know turning up to races. Although I do tend to leave it to the last minute more often than not, and I've had my my um, reanimation, my team, but they do remind me. And I keep telling them, don't worry, I will get it done. And like I have, I've, I've not missed the race somehow. Oh, that's um, fair. I mean, yeah. It's it's kind of incredible considering what I've done the rest of my life. Like not my productivity outside of GPRO is just pretty much you know non-existent and that's something I've wanted <laughs> to improve but there you go I mean I've put all my energy into GPRO and that's kind of how it's been but yeah when I say like I do race I'm, I'm passionate about at least turning up to race and seeing what happens and especially since the introduction of the the race screen the new race screen we, we yeah. I, I joined obviously when we were back the, the old race screen that's kind of helped even though it doesn't change anything it's still kind of quite fun to to sort of watch your guy get blocked over and over again and, and <laughs> like yeah i've seen that I, all the time yeah, yeah. um and then i i yeah and obviously yeah i haven't obviously raced all those races myself i did get people to holiday in and i think it was with i was with van popcher um that i was in pro the first time and the only time i managed to win in pro was when someone was holiday in my account <laughs> which oh, was, wow, was, okay. really, was really fun it's also the Oh, no, was it the, I think it's still the lowest I've ever, ever won from. I think I finished started tenth and then won. And oh. it's like so that if that's not an indicator of where my skills are and where I want, how much I need to improve, yeah, I, I am not so great at the game. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've stuck around because <laughs> why not at this point? No, fair. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, you talked about Van Potter. Was Van Potter your first team that you? No, Van Potter, Van Potter was my second team. In fact, my first team was um, Combustible Elements. Um, okay. And that was the team that I raced for from the start of my career until about mid, mid twenty. Well, some. I mean, you, you see on on my profile when I left yeah. um, um, Combustible Elements. But uh, we had. I was with um, a guy called Claudio Schinker. I think that's how you say his name. He's um, Brazilian, and he's very. Uh, I think, I think I, I honestly have a lot of respect for him. I mean, he's very set in his ways and he, ha- he likes to run his team, you know, in a, in a very specific way. And I learned probably quite a lot from him and a guy called uh, Pedro Freire. I think he's retired now, but uh, I remember him being one of my buddies at uh, Combustible Elements and they, they taught me a lot of what I know about the game. And uh, yeah, um, I, although I, th- I think eventually... I did, you know, and obviously I decided to move on to Van Popter. I felt like I needed a new challenge, and um, there's not really much more I can say to that other than, yeah, I, I think that's where that's really how the move came about to Van Popter. And then Van Popter, you know, Van Popter, I think, from what I remember, that was one of, one of where at least successfully that's where most of my success comes from, like being with those guys. And um, and I met that's where I met um, James Hitchin, and he's he used to be former uh-huh. Van Popter, so. So I mean, we had a lot of um, good talk um, on 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 their forum, uh, and yeah. then yeah, I mean, and then I think it was, was it a couple of years ago now. I mean, again, you see what the dates is. I don't need to really mention it. It's, it's, it is really nice how we have all these statistics of when people leave teams and stuff, and trying to figure out who's it's nice to see that, yeah. loyal yeah, and, and stuff, yeah. and, and having all the records of the career and stuff. And so so yeah, and then. Um, Moved on from Van Popter, I think ultimately I, I really just wanted to be, I as I said I am sort of on this, in this game mostly for social reasons. So I wanted somewhere that you know was a bit more talkative, that had a bit more, in terms of you know that that aspect to it. Um, and I also just wanted to, someone to, really really wanted to real discussion on trying to 
improve and, and stuff. And sometimes some teams, I think, you, you I think I've, I've had, you know, the experience now to figure out which teams are, are you know, good at looking after you, which ones, are, I'm not saying that Van Poppers didn't look after me, but, but it was just sometimes, um, you, you see, you know, you see faces let go, and I saw, you know, James moved on to Edifice, and the lots of lots of move like that happens. And teams, you know, they they change fundamentally over the course of a time that sort of time period. And then it's like you you've got so many new people in a team, you don't really know them anymore. So, yeah. so that kind of the reason why you joined that that team, like the the reason you liked being that team, that that kind of goes. And so that sort of inspired me to move on, shall we say. Mm. Um, and to my current team, yeah, we reanimated. Um, I think. How, how did that come reason, about? Yeah, how did that come? Well, about? the main reason I wanted to join reanimated was again, like I said, to try and find um, a team that was, you know, had a good social interactions. And I basically joined because I knew Kirsty from playing Mafia. Um, hmm. That was basically it. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if she's asked you to be on at, at any point, but I'd love to hear, you know, she, an episode about she, her, she, but... she is, she is one of the uh, the future oh, guests. Okay, yeah, there we go. There yeah. we go. <laughs> um but uh yeah and that was basically it i thought well there must be some comp- competent people here and uh oh yeah before we go on to all that reanimated obviously um and andy delson there was another guy who knew from grand popter who obviously his past passed away a few months ago mm. um i think I, I was one of those one of the people i really remember from that that time that period of my career but yeah we animated um well we we do have a we we have a theme forum we mainly use our whatsapp as our primary methods of communication and it is it's, it's really it's, you know it's, it's you can imagine it's, it's not really well organized and it's it's like you get hundreds of messages a day of people you know talking about their daily life especially kyle kyle talks a lot about his, his job and i've noticed this a lot to, to be fair though you know he is a, he is a nurse and so i would expect it during this time to, to be talking about it mm. but yeah we, so all the sort of race day stuff and all the that sort of stuff so we we follow our own races when we can we comment on it and it's, it's kind of it's good to hear some people do, do, do you guys people's... chat do you guys chat during the live race like when is that actually um, no, no, we, we, no we never use voice chat but we chat during text we, yeah you know, yeah, we yeah. Just, I mean, yeah i meant through whatsapp saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we chat during, yeah, chat, chat during whatsapp and you know it's, it's nice to hear people's um triumphs and often more often than not people's thoughts <laughs> but yeah, yeah um <laughs> And and yeah, uh, uh, that's that's pretty much what it's like. It'd be animated, um, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm from uh, Team C next Tuesday. Obviously, yeah. reanimated and C next Tuesday do have that very, uh, mm. you know, a rivalry between the two. Rivalry. Shall we say? Obviously, because yeah, obviously it's... reanimated taking most mm-hmm. of our uh, <laughs> of our players or our managers when the. You know, when people move on from CNX Tuesday, they, they usually go to Reanimated, which obviously sees us mm. as the feeder team. Um, yeah. You know, it's nice, nice. It's nice to have a little, uh, little rivalry every now yeah. and then. So, um, yeah. Obviously, now you've got two teams. Does, does both teams talk in the same same WhatsApp? Yeah, group? we've got yeah. we want one thread. One, it's kind of part of the strategy is is that we've I, I like that because for the first team is a double team, the second team is a double team, this team is also a double team. We've got um, the idea is hopefully that everyone can pull together and bring their data in and and then yeah become we know, we know more stuff and you know more people we've got you've got more advice and it, it, it works out that obviously the points are separate but we are effectively the same team um we yeah. used to be crash team racing too before i joined or the, that's it, the team is i'm in reanimated uh, black used to be crash team racing too um and then reanimated took it over basically um yeah no fair enough fair enough so yeah. uh, 
do, do you guys like do you guys even use team forums in there like what, um well I, I do i post my my race data um that's the main thing i do um and and then there's you know uh, there's a good, a good amount of data on there and if you want to look stuff up it's, it's there's people that that from our you know archives that that can explain stuff and so it's like if you need a bit of help there's always there's always like a post from a couple of years ago that, that might explain things and yeah it's, it's, it's pretty much the same as any other pretty well-established team really you have no, the, the external forum you have the the communication for, for chat and for more casual stuff yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, because obviously, um, from from what I can remember, Reanimator does have quite a few uh, managers who do play the forum games and who do host forum games. Yeah. Any yeah. any any kind of internal forum games that might happen uh, in between the team forums, or to be honest, I think we're all too busy playing the, yeah. the real forum games. Mm. Um, that I think that ultimately, and the fact that people are just so so busy in in real life, that means we don't really have a lot in terms of that to offer. I know that some teams do extensively have their own you know games to, to play besides you know being a manager for the team but uh hmm. that's uh i think i mean we used to be i think we used to participate in the the um world cup a few seasons ago don't, don't know if we still do that but uh yeah i mean personally of course i've, I've had quite a lot of activity on on the, on the um form games uh and uh that's kind of been sort of my main focus or at least i spend a good amount of effort on on that and Obviously, being part of the championship, I'm not doing so well. But then again, I wasn't stand, standing for owner, so I can't really complain too much. Uh, but and also, I mean, to be honest, my strongest game is we get to finish the, the you know, the the, for the um, mother football and the FIFA vision. So, mm. yeah. Um, how, and, how uh, did, let's just about the foreign games. Actually, how how did you oh. get into like what, what was kind of like the um, first game you kind of I think remember? It was, I think I think it was Kirsty that got me into it, or it was or was it? I don't know. It might have Kirsty or it was Alan Halford. Who Alan Alan's in my team, right? I can't remember. Yeah, I think, Alan's yeah. in my team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think it was either um what's it called? The Elite Racing game, which I played mm. about a season of. Um I played I dabbled a bit in SRS, didn't really feel, feel it was my thing, but I think um first game I really got into was Mafia. Mm. Kirsty, um at the time, you know, she was kind of like saying, Hey, you're on the forums, you want to play this this Mafia game and I was like, obviously, okay, this, this seems like it's uh, interesting. Um, yep. And back at the time, I think people like uh, Phil was still playing. I think it's playing the ongoing game. But um, back then, I think I think he might have been acting as a manager too. Mm. I can't remember. But yeah, so he was on there. Riley was on there. He's obviously left now. But uh, so I kind of got to know those guys a mm. bit from playing Mafia. And I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really let the cat out of the bag, but I'm not a good person at Mafia. I'm not the best Mafia player here. Um, and it's generally, it's generally accepted that I'm, you know, useless. Uh, I don't want to dump on my own ego a bit, but I think that it's more just a case of how I like to play, how I like to present myself and yeah. maybe just how I, I, I see the world is, is that how I, it comes out in my, my play style. And, I mean, everyone has a different Mafia. Yeah play style i mean like my play style isn't great you know, on, on mafia yeah. i mean like i just all i do is answer questions yeah. and just make sure i get out of trouble but uh yeah no of course, ev course. Ev ev but everyone's got everyone's got a different you know um you know method of playing it and uh yeah of course um, some people might not, not like it some people might like it but you know that's how it is yeah i'm not i'm not gonna you know completely tell all my secrets but yeah i mean my 
the way I play perhaps speaks for itself. I feel like I have evolved at least since I first started playing. I've learned to be more concise to try and actually be think more strategically about what I'm what I'm saying. I think I always had a bit of a knack for for actually um, not saying stuff, um, especially if you're mafia. It's kind of important to not give the game away. Um, but yeah, I, I I have certainly, you know, I've, I've I've come to terms with with how I am seen within that that sort of sub community really, and I've just come to accept it really. Um, that you know, um, and and just really, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell you exactly how I play games, how I approach games, but I I mean, it is entirely evident by how I, how I play it. I like to be contrarian. Um, that's kind of just who I am. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like I said, like I said, it's fair. Like yeah, I said, I've, everyone's, def- everyone's different. I've, I've had some, and I've done, yeah, and I've had some beefs with with some players. Um, and of course, it's, it's it's nothing personal. It's just simply I have, um, I have points of disagreement based on my principles. So naturally, it comes out in, in when you're playing a heated game like that. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. and to be honest, it is it is heated. I I think. You know, I can really only play so many games of Mafia before it gets in my head, and that's why, you know, I've kind of roped into the the the, the championship um, edition, which we which we finished about a week ago, mm. um, and I was I was kind of thinking, oh, I might actually take take a bit of time off, but no, I have to play one more game, and um, obviously we were playing for points, and maybe that was again something that I uh, maybe let me down a bit, but. Uh, you know that was uh, the game, which uh, yeah, uh, um, I'm kind of at least glad to have survived this time because of, of course a lot of the time I, I, I end up, you know, getting lynched for really, well, really silly reasons. I think one time I pretended to be to have a power roll when I didn't, and mm. um, and I've often obviously been lynched in Mafia quite a lot. Um, I don't think it's all entirely my fault, but uh, and I think that sometimes I'm. I'm quite good at distancing myself, and I think that's one of my skills. Is, is that I can basically, yeah, I can get away with saying pretty much anything, and then people don't believe me, and then they don't know who, who my buddy is, and you know, it's kind of there you go. I just told, told everyone exactly that's, what, that's, what, that's, what that's, that's is, a, but, Yeah, but, that's a skill you know, definitely um, want in Mafia for sure. Yeah, especially if you're if you're, if but, you're part yeah. of the Mafia team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I know I wanted to be. I mean, we 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 do every year. I think we send a player to the um to the like the the main um competition website yeah i don't know if we do that anymore but um, um but i don't think the, i don't think the guy there was a danish guy i can't remember his name he usually comes on and posts mm. that the uh the, the world championships are happening and yeah. they wanted a representative but i don't think you've messaged in about a couple of years now i think so but yeah i mean i never i never volunteered for that stuff because i know that i'm not you know not really well uh well, well favoured in, the, in these sorts of things because ultimately, you know, who wins, who really wins and loses in Mafia is, is, you know, kind of subjective and, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, any, is there any, any other kind of foreign games that you would do? Well, that um, my in? other main um, game that I'm interested in is G Provision. Um, mm. I, I think that's the one I probably enjoy the most. Um, I joined. I've started playing a couple of couple of years ago. I've played every edition since, um, and uh, I I got in, into it because I thought you know I, I like the real Eurovision. I'm I'm quite um, quite lonely in, in that uh, 
group among among fellow Britons. We we generally we we generally hate it. We or we watch it ironically, and yeah. that's uh, very evident in in the late uh, Terry Wogan's style of commentary. He was very sarcastic. He was very he liked to make fun of the acts lost, and that's kind of where my love for Eurovision really came about because I was remember I think the first edition I watched was 2006 and that was the year Lordy won and uh, yeah. uh, I was scared really scared by the mast at the time and, and anyone who hasn't seen Lordy and, and their acts it is, is, a, it is scary a very act for scary. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah and then I've managed to watch every year since we had but we that was the only time I think we ever had a party um, at least that was that was the first time I remember I must have gone to previous you know, parties at the village um, but that was the first time I remember. That was also the last time we ever had a party. For some reason, we didn't have one have one again. Like the year after, in or in, in hosted in Finland um, when Serbia won it, um, not Ukraine. <laughs> um, I don't know the, the the song that finished the, the song that Ukraine sent that year was way more memorable. But um, yeah, I, I digress. Uh, but I remember that. Yeah, I was watching that one on my own with my grandparents and. I've pretty much watched everyone live apart from I think 2015 is one I had to watch recorded, but yeah, um, and and obviously yeah, so I have uh, a sort of a yeah love hate relationship with Eurovision. I watch it mainly again because you know, ironically, really more than anything else. But Eurovision is obviously it's the same, but it's different. People get to sort of send their own musical tastes, and you agree or disagree with them, and in the same way that Eurovision is about sort of coming together and and um you know bonding over over a shared interest in in music Eurovision is much the same I think I you know I, that's why I send the songs that's why I want to compete uh, keep um playing it because I, I'd love to talk about music I love to you know share my opinions about music and yeah that's that's what I I really enjoy about it is um, yeah. You know, obviously, obviously, in Jupiter you do have the tribes, and sometimes you don't know if a song's going to get through, if it's going to do well or, or not. And ultimately, yeah, it, it is. As much as you know, people said that Eurovision isn't political. It is, and Jupiter I think, like, it's kind of the same. People have their own preferences, and they will tend to vote stuff down because it's a certain genre, and vice versa. And that's but then that's kind of fun. That's kind of what what makes it fun is is that you know there are people that are going to have various different um degrees of interest in, in music and uh yeah. and it's and it's and it's really just a way to you know to find new music to, to discover things you may have not heard before i mean i remember like when i was a kid i only listened to Led zeppelin my uncle you know, gave me their <laughs> not, best old not, CD. Bad, not a bad band to listen to either. no no but i but it was basically Led zeppelin and nothing else well Led zeppelin actually no Led zeppelin and kasabian and, and nothing else and then eventually as i grew up i sort of developed my my tastes and um yeah i i, I mean What's your, what's, well, your, I mean, what's your musical taste now? Like, what what what, what bands kind of do you? Well, enjoy? I mean, the first band that comes to mind is King Giz and the Lizard Wizard, which, funnily enough, I was introduced <laughs> to through Jupiter Um I think Jed Jed Howarth sent the song for the Halloween edition a couple of years ago, and I really loved that song. I mean, the, the music video was was brilliant. For the most part, it's like, I mean, of the, of the song he sent, Robot Stop, which is um, basically it, it's it's well basically moves is mainly red and black is the sort of true primary colors i mean it, you start to introduce more colors further on um in the in the video but basically it's sort of all refractual imagery it's all cg it's very clever it's very kind of like um and it's and it's kind of that's kind of i, I mean i like them because they they are so talented they have they they do so many different genres mm. i mean that 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 particular album 
is and they have so many different concepts of their album that particular album basically it's, called, it's from an album called nonagon infinity and the idea is that there are nine tracks and the last and every single track me- leads into the next one and the last track leads into the first one so it's like a oh, wow, yeah. like a audio or, um yeah like a or audio mobius mobius loop hmm. basically and it's it's very very much kind of that's it's very very intense even though maybe it's not heavy but it's it's still very you know you get very pumped up about it and hmm. like um and then they had another album that um came out which was the one after that called flying microtone banana flying microtone banana and it basically it's basically based on the idea of microchannel tuning which is um so you have the 12 tone scale and you have your, your sharps and flats and basically what it did what it and that's like how we understand music as westerners but other parts of the world they have what they call what are known as microtones or, or what we call microtones they have scales which use notes which are in between those notes so it sounds a bit out of tune oh, but actually it, it makes sense mm. um and that first one i mean they've, they've actually released a couple of like a double um album of it's not really double album because they were, they were separately released but they've had done more microtonal re, um tuning in, in the most recent albums um mm-hmm. and basically the first last track of that album leads into the first track and the second out of the second one so they like they like doing that a lot yeah um having these all these little um i guess easter eggs or or kind of things that are you know designed to make you think oh what's what's that kind of That's and they're very good at playing yeah. with with different time signatures and they they're um, very, very talented in terms of the instrumentation, the, the chord progressions, and I'm not really someone who likes to analyze music too much. But I, I, I mean, when I when I first introduced was introduced to Led Zeppelin, I liked them because I could tell they were talented. They didn't just stick to the basic chord structures, and 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 I think that's kind of what my impression of good music is: is does it yeah. does it experiment? Does it does it try new things? Is it is it you know um, is it good? And and to be honest, I mean, it's not—it's not so much that I completely agree with their their philosophy as a band, because of course they they do write songs that I don't, you know, have a personal attachment to that mm. I probably have have some disagreements with. But it is interesting how they've got—they make their music, how they how how they go about creating stuff, and I just I just I just like them to be honest because they've got so much range. I mean, they've got yeah. Nonagon Infinity with the the in the, the looping album, they've got Microchannel stuff, they've got um uh, polygon one po- polygon of wonderland which deals in with polyrhythms which is like when you have like you count basically the simple example is like when you count one uh, three beats and the same at the same time you count four beats and ah. you try to do that in your head. It's, it's like trying to you know pat your head while rubbing, rubbing your belly yeah yeah um and that can create some really interesting stuff they've done jazz they've wow. done folk they've done sort of all these sorts of things and they i mean yeah it, it's it's kind of yeah i think I just and also it's also because they sound really rough. They're 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 like, um, they're they they don't they're like they sort of started off as a garage brand and and they kind of developed from there and so their their tone is really kind of it's quite distinctive. They use a lot of delays and on the guitars and stuff and that's quite it's it's, it's nothing else like I've ever heard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um. Other bands I like is um. Uh, and, and then you can probably tell the bands I've been mean, like the songs I submit from Euphorision. There's a whole list of, of songs that have, have always been used, which Miko keeps up. Um, and uh, Miko's another another one I'd, I'd love you to, to have on here because I'd, I'd love to know what his 
so he's he's obviously for the sake of so obviously for people who don't know in G provision with a few exceptions you can only send the song once if that song's been sent before you can't send it again mm. um and so to, to be able to, to keep that so that everyone who's hosting um G provision can can sort of cross-reference it there's a list of all the songs that have ever been used and so and you can also sort by people's names so you can check all the sort of songs on my music taste and stuff. Some of the stuff on there is not stuff I like. Um, <laughs> so the, um, we would do, obviously there's the, um, there's a G-Provision, which is part of the Form Games Championship. Um, I will confess the Jake Paul song that I sent for the first round was purely so I could get the other song, which I did kind of like in. Um, but the, and then the other song, obviously that, I mean, I kind of liked it, but I think nobody else really liked it was the um, G-Provision song. Con, um, contest oh, right, song, yes, yeah. Song, which I was like, I, was, I mean, I was thinking, you know, looking at the results, thinking, why the hell did I send that? Because <laughs> you had to send songs that were performed by children. Um, obviously, not not like forced. It was, you know, obviously they were, they were consented and everything. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, not we're not we're not that mean. You know, <laughs> in terms of restrictions, yeah, there's some quite controversial restrictions, including um, one round where you had to send a song which was performed by an artist who'd been to prison and yes i remember that one yeah you remember that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get um, um optional you get optional restriction points based on how long the sentence yeah. was yeah that I, was I, I quite, yeah <laughs> that, was that was quite quite interesting yeah. yeah um i can't remember i think i can't remember what i sent for that one it might, it might have been i sent my, uh, i sent lost prophets who uh, oh yeah you uh, did yeah yeah um I I can't remember. I mean, it's on the spreadsheet, I think. Although I can't, <laughs> yeah. you'd have to cross-reference it with the edition of Jupiter Vision and then check because it doesn't. I mean, if you see lost profits, thing, it's that. It's that round. Yeah, it's, it's that round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, obviously, you hosted uh, yeah. a couple of Jupiter. Uh, yeah, I've well. hosted. I've hosted. I've hosted quite a few. Um, I'm yeah. hosting one right now. I put it on hiatus because we're doing the form games edition. Um, and yeah, I, I mean. And I've I've always tried to do something some things that are fun something that in a bit different and I I kind of like to see what how we can change the format. Um, yeah, I mean your current um, one, your, your current, current one, one is really, yeah, really interesting. Yeah, like initially, I, I, I didn't thought, really I didn't I didn't like the format basically because you were forced to send one or three. But it's yeah, actually yeah. it's actually opened my eyes a bit more into kind of the band itself and you know. Yeah, actually, actually, I mean, you know, purposely trying to find a good song from them. So, so, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's basically this edition, which is technically ongoing. It's it's on. It's been postponed. I think we're going to start it up. Once um, the current edition in in the um, form games championship is is done, um, basically the idea was that for every round we have a genre, and then you can only pick certain artists from a certain genre. So we did like um, noughties or. Naughty's metal, I think was one. I can't remember. This this was a couple of months ago. I should have remembered this, but yeah. And we've got we've we did we had British, um, uh, we had like Britpop or something. Britpop. We've had yeah. film composers. Yeah. So yeah, it's, so 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 something a different bit, a bit different to the normal theme where you can normally choose. You have normally you can basically choose pretty much any artist you want, um, as long as it's kind of below. It meets uh, it, you know, it's below a certain chart restriction and it fits the theme obviously mm-hmm. um this thing we tried to write a bit different you could you know pay, basically send any song you want uh, as long as it's by one three artists then we'd see then we see sort of of those three artists who does the best and yeah um i have to say it has been a lot of effort trying to put this together especially the 
team championship, but mm. that's something I kind of I kind of quite like the idea. That's something that's also new for this edition. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm planning to try and reintroduce that in future editions. I hope, and obviously, if anyone wants to carry that on, they can. They can. Where essentially you send um, you add so basically to explain, um, you get points as per Eurovision in the 12, 10, 8, and then seven through one. Uh, format and so you have to vote for which songs you like and then you all add that up and then and then you get a ranking at the end of that um and then and then the standing points are slightly different in that the they're different values so so first place gets 20 the second place gets 16 third place gets 14 yeah, i can't remember i can't remember the 12 12 10 and then through one yeah and then and then you have and we have multiple random madnesses which is what what this one is another another edition of where you have five rounds of different different themes, and then the person with the end, person at the end with the most points wins. Mm. Um, and I thought for this edition, what we could do is add together. People could join the teams as there are in several several, several other games on the forum, um, and then basically add their teams uh, totals together and see if we get, uh, you know, a team championship going. Mm. And I think you're 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 winning that at the moment with with John. With John, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, with, um, I think I think. Um... John sent a really good song, I think, in the second one. I think it was a, I think it was a Coldplay song or something no, like that. Well, no, I think. Well, I mean, I think no, no, that, that result hasn't been. We haven't announced. Um, we haven't. We haven't announced the winner for that one. So we don't, oh, we don't know how, okay. good, how good it is. But uh, it must have been okay. I'm trying to remember then. Because probably, probably was the first a... round. I think he won the first round when it was the um, uh, the metal. Yeah. Okay. Round. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, yeah, fair. But yeah, uh, like, like, yeah. Like, like I said, it's been so long. I can't been, actually been a while, remember. Been, been, been a while, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in terms of yeah, my other uh, music taste, the other band I like is a band. I don't know if I can say it on him because it's very rude. Um, go for it. Just go for well, it. I mean, they are called psychedelic porn crumpets, and I like them because they're the psychedelic porn crumpets. And <laughs> there's, there's not much else you can say. It's Dude, a bit, I do remember a couple of songs that you said. Before, very. Before yeah, I, I just just because they've they've they're, they're very very sort of chill about it. You can tell they wrote a lot of their songs while high, and it's kind of from the, <laughs> the lyrical content and the the, the instrumentation. And that when when they 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 had a new album that came out a couple of months ago. It's called Shiger the Sunlight Mound. <laughs> you can tell. And and uh, the one of the songs they sent for the um, twenty twenty edition was was from that album. Um, which didn't do very, didn't didn't do didn't do very well. Didn't make it past the semis, which I thought was a real shame because I, I quite liked it. But yeah, um, yeah um, that album's out now. I'm not I'm not I'm not affiliated with them in any way, but <laughs> I, I do think I do quite like them a lot. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I've talked about the Zeppelin, talked about the Aussie bands, and oh yeah, other Aussie bands like uh, um, the Chats, which again is another controversial one. They're basically like a punk rock band that's. They quite they can tell like I mean normally when when you hear someone saying you can't really tell what their accent is these guys you can tell they're Australian I mean if it wasn't kind of apparent from the fact they talk about they make lots of references to Australian um, culture so they talk about Marmajanas and and like um, in one of their songs and they, they talk about uh, Smoko which is like a and what they call like their their labour um, Labor mandated, labor mandated smoke break, oh. um, and and the lead singer is he's ginger and he's got a mullet and it's it's kind of a, it's all very sort of 
yeah attitude and and yeah. and and the yeah the songs are very very much reminiscent of like classic punk and 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 like yeah i, I kind of like tend to like more classic punk than modern punk really but to be honest but yeah so I, I like them as well and then um i can't really talk about talk about my music interests but let's talk about the manuscript features and the reason why i like them so much and the reason why i know them so much in fact that the um, lead singer is my uncle jameson brefield he's um, oh wow okay yeah. I think I've mentioned this in, in the forums a couple of times. Uh, I don't know if you blow my own trumpet, but I thought I mentioned it here. It's Manic Street Preachers, re- nice. Yeah. Relevant. And uh, Keith um, likes likes them a lot, I, I think. And uh, Gareth likes them a lot. He told me a lot that uh, Gareth Swift is who sometimes slays Mafia. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not. Um, I met him, what was it, last year when we were able to meet up. And yeah, we, we, we generally uh, we get on quite well. And we've seen. We, we we when back in the day we used to go to lots of movies a lot and hang out and yeah it was, it's always been really you know cool just knowing that I have a famous uncle. Um, <laughs> I'm also I'm also related to James May. I can't remember exactly how, but I am um, trust trust yeah. me I'm related somewhere on my mother's side. But yeah, both both Jameses and, and both James, and, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. fair. Jeez, all right, yeah, cool. I didn't yeah. know that fact. That's pretty good. That's fair enough. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's it's great it's great talking about music, especially. Since you have such a good, like, I want to say, like, can I say passion? Like, I call passion? it more palette, but but passion, yeah, sure. Yeah, but like, um, because obviously you understand music quite well. You obviously, you know the different yeah. kind of different ways for people play and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's yeah, I mean, it's good, it's good, good, good to hear it from. I've been me to play guitar again, and actually, I was, I was, um, was going to get a guitar for my birthday. I, my parents shipped in two hundred quid, and I've just now got to save up the rest of the rest of it. Um, I'm thinking of probably getting a strap. Mainly because of the weight, yeah. and, and just generally because they're lighter, they're a bit easier to play. But yeah. I do like a Les Paul, and obviously, you know, Jimmy Page plays play Les Paul. I've got, I've, I've, got Les, I've got Gibson Les Paul. I've got Gibson Les Paul. Oh, yeah, have you? Oh, that's that's yeah. So that's I, cool. I, I used to, I used to, I used to play guitar like six, seven years ago. Hmm. Probably eight or nine now, but um, I've got like five or six yeah. um, uh, guitars hmm. uh, in 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 in, um, in my kind of now obsolete music room. It's just like a shed now. They're just. This is all my instruments yeah. in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I had a Gibson uh, Les Paul, which was uh, my uh, prized possession. Um, yeah, I have a lot of. Um, I can't remember what the, what the uh, makers now is. It's, it's BC, but I can't remember what it stands for. All right, yeah. Um, um, but they, they they had lots of. Uh, I have mm-hmm. like four or five guitars from them. So, yeah, yeah. And I liked. Um, I'm not that I would be interested in getting a bass, but uh, I like the. What do they call them? Yeah, uh, what's the. Uh, Things with Rickenbacker, like I like Rickenbacker basses, mm. um, and just because you know I, I like to listen to Yes a lot. That's the other thing, prog rock. I like I love prog rock. Anytime you want to talk about me, Yes, um, or anything like that, that's 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 going to be that that would be. You know, I mean, I'd love people to talk talk about that, and if that's again reflective in the in the songs that I've sent for the original sent a couple of songs from that. Um, but yeah. Uh, the only reason I've also wanted guitar is just to sort of play around with it, experiment, just sort of see what's what's what with learning all the chords again. My my first guitar was, and you're gonna don't laugh, but it was called Pig Nose, as it's in that was what, what it was. It was pig called nose. the mo- Pig Nose, yeah. Oh, Pig Nose, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like this sort of small size because I had it when I was about seven. Mm. Um, and it, well, the thing that was cool about it was it had a built-in amp, so you didn't have to pl- like a lamp a lamp around. Um, but obviously I kind of grew out of it by the time I was trying to get serious into playing it and in secondary school. Um, so that was, 
and also pe people did make a bit fun of, fun of it so it was kind of maybe not no. you know the best i think i kind of did kind of detach myself from it eventually because and it was pretty heavy okay so that's especially if i built an amp yeah yeah, yeah. I, would, I would imagine so yeah <laughs> yeah um and, what other yeah. instruments do you do you play apart from guitar? um well i started on the piano um to be honest i really play piano now um hmm. i've never really I, I, I think i just struggled because my fingers are not really it's, it's kind of i mean obviously yeah you need a bit of dexterity to play guitar but it's kind of it's just so hard to just remember all the notes on the piano and to try and constantly practice just just yeah yeah it's not and it's not like it's seen as one of the, the cool things where you know guitars are just instantly cool because yeah, of, of course yeah yeah that's the whole reason why yeah i, I used to play piano forcefully for my mom and my, my mm. mom and dad my parents so, but uh, yeah like you said the guitar just seems like a more cooler instrument than a piano um mm. but no yeah no that's fair <laughs> I can yeah. speak about music for, for hours, man. It's it's mm. such an interesting uh, topic yeah. to speak about for sure. Hi there. Just want to pause this uh, podcast just to promote a, uh, another great musician in uh, GPRO. Uh, I think, as you guys will know, uh, Kerry Lovell. Uh, you know, a very long time friend of mine. He did some music at the uh, beginning. Uh, I, I think he's retired from uh, music now, but it would be awesome if you guys do listen to some of his music. I think his music is one of the best I've ever heard. Uh, his voice is absolutely incredible. Um, I'm going to play one of his one of my favourite songs on this podcast called Lies. Um, I still had his quote on my um, on my manager profile for quite a while. Um, so. Um, yeah, enjoy listening to Lies by Kerry Lovell. Uh, I'm going to post a link down uh, in the description below uh, if you want to check out more of his music. And I'll also post it onto the, uh, the podcast thread as well. So uh, here is Lies by Kerry Lovell. Goodbye. Show that I could change you, make it right. So, baby, don't. 
but there there is there is a topic that um, I believe you know not only myself but I think everyone in TPRO wants to speak about, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, why do you hate Scots people so much? <laughs> well, I mean. To be honest, it's really just a joke. I mean, honestly, I think I think on the original thread that started the whole thing, I think it was made pretty clear by people in the know that um, the four nations of, of the United Kingdom we have a bit of a rivalry in between in between each other, but especially between the English, English and the Scots, and mm. there's a whole history of, of why they hate us, and and it basically started with when obviously Callum McKinnon, he used to be in my group, and he's you know active, he plays supervision and um, and stuff, and he's He's also in the Formula Championship. He was in um, my group a couple of seasons back. And so he won the first race. And I was like, this, what the hell is this anthem that plays? It's just kind of like, what, what oh, wait, is, is, not, is it not our, it's not, it's not the no, English no, anthem? No, it's, it's, it's not God Save the Queen. It's, it's something, some bagpipe nonsense. Oh, I, I never um, actually knew so, that. Wow, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, and I was like, I, I should make a thread about this. I must, I must protest <laughs> and see see what people's reaction is um i think i'm yeah i'm i'm kind of fairly well known with for starting those sorts of threads to see it just uh yeah have a bit of fun and i think, I think what... the band of scots one was the first Bands. one that that we all kind of you know re well, recognized and kind of uh, remembered i think well no no no, no. that's been, been before that wasn't i've been i mean mainly main my threads were on my my drivers and I know you're yeah. the first rule of due for reason is to not have an emotional attachment to your driver. The name doesn't mean anything. If it says it's Lewis Hamilton, it's not really Lewis Hamilton. Um, but the first driver had it wasn't like a, it wasn't the name that was particularly special, but I basically I took him up to well, no, I didn't no, I didn't take him up to um pro, but I basically ran out on his contract contract yeah. and I, I remember he was like, Oh no, no, maybe I did no, no, I can't no, I think I'm pretty because you'll see when I when I on the, on my profile when releasing, but it was a guy called actually no, it won't because 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 it's gone now. But it was a guy called Martin Hayes, and the thread the thread just said Martin Hayes in the in the search thread kind of explained basically when when he was running out of the contract, I thought I, I know what I'll do. I will make a thread sort of just just talking about his my experiences with him as a manager and trying to get to know him and trying to just explain how good he is, and then. Of course, yeah. naturally, he went for like eight million. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> and, really? And he, was, and he had like eleven offers. He, I mean, he was he was good. He was a good driver, just just not not spectacular. He not was, eight he was million. Good at, not eight million. No, 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 definitely not worth eight million. <laughs> it was all because I I marketed his abilities on the forum. Wow. <laughs> and I, I thought, now nah, that was that was that was yeah, that was a great great load of fun, and obviously yeah, yeah, and then I just reminding me, you had the you also had the technical director right oh god <laughs> of the name and this one <laughs> this one is purely because of the name yeah purely because of the name and i, I sacrificed my pro career just so i could get it um <laughs> and then, yeah and obviously all the names generated randomly and you think oh no there can't possibly be anything that's that's rude or anything but no he was generally called dick message dick message wow yeah, yeah no i remember I, mean, I distinctly yeah. remember that one as well yes yeah so name. i thought yeah, and, and it all started with I got dick message, and yeah, one of, I think it was best best um, best topic for for that. That, 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 that didn't win that yet. That was good. Yeah. That was yeah. a good one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. dick message. Yeah. What, what a man. What a man. Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So carrying on the the Scots ones, how how because obviously it kind of grew and it kind of yeah 
become the vocal point in uh, a lot of people thinking that you genuinely do hate Scotsman. No, it's it's really not. It's it's just it's, it's just a uh, ongoing. It's an in joke. It's it's kind of we like to poke fun at each other. Obviously, maybe there is something about the the politics of it, which again I'm not really going to talk about. But yeah, if if you if you're in the know, if you know anything about current affairs, then then yes, you'll kind of understand about about Scotland where it's at. Um, mm. and it's kind of related to that. Not really. It's not like I hate Scottish people as as people. It's more. You know, just it's good to remind ourselves that you know, in in the real world, we're we're, we're just people at the end of the day. But you know, we are different, and we like to. I, I think it's it's important to be able to make fun of things. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, and I, mean I mean, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same in England, especially. Like, I mean, we 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 have this, you know, north versus south. You know, yeah. in, in yeah. England, where um, people in the north hate the I mean, south people. <laughs> I mean, I have obviously my my granddad on my dad's side passed away before he was born, but he was a Yorkshireman. You know, he was very staunchly, you know, working class. And my mum grew up in a council flat, um, but at the same time, you know, I live in quite a nice part of the country. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a bit strange, really. And um, so I was in in. in, in, in in two minds as to what I am really I'm just myself at the end of, at the end of the day yeah like I said um, you just if you don't want to be associated with the uh, North Wales South then I think, yeah. to be honest it's more my accent is that I don't really sound like anything like where I live um so I live in St Albans and it's obviously a community town quite well off and um but uh, and obviously everyone around here sounds like they come from London they, they sound pretty you know middle class but obviously my family, as I explained, we're, we're pretty working class, although it's not reflective of our wealth, not that I'm going to, you know, um, I'm not going to uh, disclose exactly how much money we have, but we, we, I, I think we are you know, moderately well off. But uh, I, I never really see an attachment to money as a, as a meaning of status. And mm. um, I think that's just how I've, I've been is that I've never really. I've never really thought thought, oh wow, someone's wearing a Nike hat. They must they must be a good person, kind of thing. I've never I've never ascribed yeah. I've never really ascribed to, ascribed to consumerism to that degree. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so I don't so we don't really sound too we don't really sound posh enough to be uh, to, to to really fit in with the locals. But at the same time, I'm a southerner. I don't sound like I come from the north because even though my even my I do have that lineage. It's kind of it's kind of phased out really, and so I've got a bit of a mix of everything really. It's, it's kind of yeah yeah. But I am ultimately I'm I am English at heart, and I I um I I do believe in the flag and all that stuff and yeah. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I mean I I, I was I was born in Cambridge, so uh, mm. my accent is considered posh because uh, obviously yeah I I wouldn't consider you posh. <laughs> Yes, but obviously, you know, I wouldn't call you a scumbag, but you're not, you're not posh. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's fair, yeah. No, that, that's that's a fair enough statement. I just believe people when they hear me, they'll be like, oh, you come from a, you know, very well-off area or whatever. And mm. truth is, not I'm not. I'm just, you know, just living in a house in Cambridge, just living my life. Mm. <laughs> just, yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't say I'm well off, but I won't say I'm not. Yeah. I won't say I'm poor. I'm just, you know, mm. just in the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting to hear the uh, definitely your, your story and uh, <coughs> the north and south. Um, yeah. 
yeah, we all, all I'm saying is I hate the North. Just yeah, I mean, let's talk. Um, I think one of the main things I want to talk about is um, Formula One. That I, are you are you a massive Formula One fan? Um, I am a massive Formula One fan. If nothing, uh, maybe not as much as I used to be. Um, I, I grew up on it, um, watching Lewis Hamilton, and my granddad, he's you know, he's, he's sort of really got me into it from coming home from school, talking about the races after the you know, on, on the Monday after. And and yeah, I've had a lot of uh interest in, in it, especially. Um, I'm not I'm not going to fully disclose my thoughts on Lewis Hamilton, I think I have made it um quite clear before on forums, and people have they might they have kind of taken umbridge to it, but uh. I respect, I respect him as a driver, and I think that his work ethic is incredible. And I think that uh, if nothing else, I'm kind of glad to have been born in the same country. Although, really, I'm at heart I'm an Alonso supporter because my my mum's side of the family um, they're not. Uh, I can't remember exactly, the, the, but basically, my mum, my 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 granddad, he grew up as a, uh, he was a teacher in Gibraltar. And so he lives in Gibraltar for a number of years, and that's obviously just you know it's obviously right next to Spain. So yeah. they they my, my grandparents um spoke fluent Spanish, and so there was always a sort of um thing of, of rooting for Alonso when he was you know fighting for his world titles and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of where I mean yeah I, again I can't really fully disclose disclose on here my exact thoughts about Formula One because I'm I'm just. I'm in two two hearts about it, and I I do feel like like I said uh, there is that side of the Formula One community that is very opinionated, and I and then I, I spoke about it right at the start of the podcast. Obviously, the the Hamilton versus Rosberg thing, I you know I, that was that you know I I I I think it you know it was quite childish the, the spats we had um, on Facebook, and um, I do wish that we could just you know gone on a bit more, but. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that, I mean, I mean, everyone has everyone has their different opinions, you know. Yeah, uh, of course, things. of course, yeah. of course. Um, you would, argue, you would yeah. argue sometimes, some, you know, sometimes, especially, you know. Yeah, and of course. Um, I haven't seen qualifying, so don't tell me who who's on pole. But uh, But what are your thoughts on this year, anyway? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's been it's been same as usual in terms of how the media's covered it. Um, they always hype up the the second fastest team in testing seems like they'd say oh, this is this the end of Mercedes dominance and I'm like well I don't know we'll have to see you know where, where are we where are we going to be at the end of the season kind of thing um and I do think that certainly as far as the technical regulations are concerned I do think that if nothing else it's it's some sort of tighten the field because of the stability I think too often the the, the FIA has thought I know let's have an idea let's try and let's try and make closer racing whatever that's supposed to mean and then they change the rules and then one team gets an advantage because they are well prepared and then the other teams are they spend all that time trying to catch up and then yeah because i mean people think that they the rules change every two three years I mean, honestly it doesn't change um it changes quite a lot often this year because of covid they've had to really limit you know the development and that's why the cars look pretty similar hmm. um but generally they do change pretty significantly from year to year and i think that's how you can gain a competitive advantage by simply having something that someone doesn't have because you've invested your resources into that um so if nothing else i think it's more maybe unintentionally created maybe what's what, what appears to be a um close grid especially at the front um from what i understand is that obviously mercedes they've, they've had difficulty with the car 
and uh, maybe it doesn't have the outright pace just yet but i have also heard that they've been strong on long run so well yeah we'll have to see mm. really um and obviously yeah it's 23 aces and i don't know if i'm ready for 23 aces but it's going to be a good um, season that's for sure 23 i think i feel races. like it, it should be a good good fight especially in the midfield which is always close and I've always been a Renner man, obviously. Alpine. They called Alpine now. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the thing. Is they call themselves Alpine, even though Alpine has nothing to do with Formula 1. And they've always competed in Formula 1 as Renault. They've won two more titles as Renault. And now they're calling themselves Alpine. And I, I do like the A110. I like the fact that they brought that back. as They, they, they updated it. Um, as much as I think it's way too expensive for what, what it is, because it's like it's on, you know, it's on Porsche Cayman money, but it's, it's like it's not as... It's not as big. It's not as powerful. I mean, obviously, yes, it's light, lighter, but it's like I, I don't know really for that that much for that car. But it is, mm. but, but yeah, it, I mean, the Alpine does look nice as a car. Um, I'll be interested to see, you know, what Alonso can do with it. I mean, he's, he's got a bit of a knack for, for bringing up even dogs of cars to the front of the grid. So we'll have to mm. have to see. But yeah, I do not understand why they rebranded themselves as Alpine. It just seems entirely corporate. It doesn't, it doesn't seem natural at all. Mm. Um, and then I've always been a bit, a bit of a you know, fan of McLaren and obviously having Daniel Ricciardo coming in and having, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of, like, oh, yeah, I should have also mentioned my stepdad's Australian, so I kind of root for Ricciardo because of that. And he's obviously, my um, stepdad comes from Melbourne and uh, my and Daniel Rick is obviously from Perth, so they're different sides of the country. But, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I like mainly McLaren because obviously Lewis Hamilton and also the heritage that they've had and, and, and the, the drivers that have driven for, for them. Um, I never, never really like the papaya orange. I was, I, obviously, I understand that's their traditional colours, but I prefer them in the, in the Vodafone colours, really, to be honest. Oh. Well, I grew up, grew up, grew the, the, up silver, with, um, the silver and uh, silver and, and red. Uh, yeah, so, okay. Yeah, it's kind, of, it kind of more of a flame orange, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got, mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, got, I've got, like, the cap from that era. I think my uncle and aunt, different uncle and aunt, went to the Singapore, Singapore Grand Prix and they brought my hat back. Oh. And I went to the um, 2016 British Grand Prix. I think you can see me in the crowds or, or during the race footage, of, and it's clearly me because I'm the only one that's wearing fluorescent orange. Because <laughs> <laughs> of course, everything really changed by that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with the Formula One. Um, and then the other sport I follow is American football. Believe it or not, oh. I think it's something that you follow. Don't yes, you? we're both. Oh. I uh, yes. So I support. So you support the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I, know that. Mainly, I mean, I support mainly because Tom Brady. Um, okay. But uh, yeah. So, what were you a Patriots um, fan before, or were you? I was mainly a Patriots fan before. Um, I also like the Eagles um, because I should probably explain that I have a friend who I met online. Um, this is also 2016, probably a bit later on. So it wasn't the same time as you, but it was later in the year. But he, you know, we have we share a lot in common in terms of our, um, in terms of our, I, uh, in, in, in terms of our. I guess it's kind of difficult to say because we're, we're, we, I mean, we both have autism, so we could relate to that. We both sort of have a similar mind when it comes to our views on the world. And um, so, yeah, it was kind of, and then and there was to find an American that, that's also likes F1 was kind of, you know, really, really kind of cool. And the yeah. fact that he got me into American football slowly, I think it took me a while to, to convince me to um, transition because immediately I, I used to like rugby more than I do now. Um, and that I've just kind of been completely convinced really by American football as opposed to soccer. Um, I am an Arsenal fan. There's another there's an interesting story in that too because my aunt, my aunt and my dad had a bit of a, a bit of a 
you know, disagreement when I was born over whether I should be an Arsenal fan or my Liverpool fan. My, my dad was a fan, um, whether I should be a Arsenal fan or a Liverpool fan. And my aunt, who lived about a stone's throw away from Highbury at the time, and I was an Arsenal fan, obviously. And my dad, who was a Liverpool fan, they yeah had a had a, had a bit of a had a discussion, oh, cool. and I was I was put in the Arsenal tribe because my aunt won. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm tacitly an Arsenal fan. I kind of follow them, and I also kind of follow Cardiff City because of my uncle. Um, you know, they live in Wales and they they support Cardiff City. So yeah. That's kind of my other thing. That's why I'm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's why I'm Cardiff City and FPD, which is something else yeah. we didn't talk about. Oh yeah, FPD, um, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that game, yeah. to be honest. But yeah, yeah, that's been fun so so far. I'm doing quite well in the in the. Um, in didn't you the, uh, didn't you win the um, a, 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 a trophy last? Season? I won. I won the Beagles trophy. Yeah, last, yeah, last okay, season. Yeah, because yeah. I never used to be good at knockout stuff, and and then I completely tanked in the in the division, but. I somehow managed to win the Beagle Show. Which is hey, like the, I, was, I was the same. I was the same. Yeah. I, I, I nearly won the Dudley Cup. Uh, uh, Newcastle yeah. beat me in the final. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, that least, was, no. yeah I mean, that. I mean, you've talked about how a few works before. Um, you pick six teams over a weekend and then mm. how many goals you score is how many correct predictions you win. Um, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And, and then, yeah, the Dudley, the, the Dudley Cup is like the, the Champions League where all the teams you know, um, play against each other to figure out who's the champion in the much the same way that works. You have group stage and then you have to go to knockouts and then the people that don't make it through the Dudley Cup go to the Beagles Trophy and yeah, so it's like a you know, Champions League, Europa League thing. Um, exactly, yeah, yeah, but we, we've kind of gone a bit, a bit off topic. We want to talk about American football, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, that, yeah. Yeah, so obviously I'm a, I'm a Eagles fan because my, my friend is from Philadelphia. He got, got me into the Eagles and he likes Tom Brady, and I think again we both agree he has a fantastic work ethic, regardless of what you think of his, you know, personal opinions. And mm. so, so that was good. And obviously, he didn't have a great season. Twenty nineteen moved moved to the Buccaneers um, last season, and and yeah, won won the Super Bowl. Won the whole thing, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, which just, is uh, which um, is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. So for those who don't know, I'm 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 a, I'm a Saints fan. So uh, I always think, you know, Drew Brees, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, whoever, whoever's number one, the others, you know, whoever's number one quarterback, the other one's number two for sure. Um, yeah. But no, after, after, after that win, after you smacked us in the divisional finals, then uh, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, it's just another class. I mean, he's just, he's just too good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Buccaneers, obviously he's staying for another year in the Bucks. So yeah. Uh, do you think he's getting um, uh, eighth ring? I'm. I. I don't know. I mean, I didn't think. I didn't think it was honestly get a seventh. Get the seventh ring in the first year. I thought it would would have taken maybe a couple of years. But yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. And um, obviously, there are a lot of other teams that are you know that, that have gotten stronger over the off season. I'm sure they they will recruit stuff players through free agency, and so that might basically make things a bit more challenging. Um, but from what I understand, most of the core. That won the Super Bowl is, is still going to be staying. So, yeah. and I think Tom Brady, Tom Brady is, is um, like that. He that's why kind of why he was so successful with the Patriots is not just because of his skill, but obviously because he was a scene player. So, if you don't if you don't watch NFL, you have to come, understand that there's a um, every every team has a limit on how many how much money they can spend on players per year. And obviously, being Tom Brady, he you would have thought he would have demand a lot of money, but he actually what 
what he does is he says, oh, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with not being paid so much as long as you can keep the other guys and, and then we can, you know, stay under the cap limit. Mm. Um, yeah. So should Buccaneers should be in good shape and obviously, yeah, I mean, I feel real feel, feel really bad for you as a Saints fan. Like honestly, with them breeze retiring and your cap situation is is just not looking good at all. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward to this <laughs> the season coming. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah um, breeze, breeze yeah. retiring is definitely a, a kick to the stomach, but um, you know, yeah. it's to be expected. Um, yeah. I mean, we should probably explain that the reason why we why the Buccaneers and and Saints are, uh, are rivals is because we're in the same division each. Yeah. Yeah, we play each other a lot. So yeah, we play each other twice in the regular season and potentially play in the divisional finals. So. Yeah, um, so we should, we should explain. There were 32 teams, eight, uh, 32 teams, eight divisions, four, play, uh, four teams in each division, two conferences. It's how how you get to play each other is very complicated, but but basically you're guaranteed two games against against the other three players, the other three teams in your division. Mm. So, and then you play yeah. the, then you play the, uh, and then you play what the the other, because I think it's fourteen games. Yeah. Is it fourteen yeah, or sixteen? Oh, Six, sixteen games. It might be seventeen next year. But you have a bye week. You have two games, two games against your three other um, division rivals. Then you have a game against each one of the other teams in your comp, another team from your conference. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. It gets really complicated. Yeah, that, I, 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 I didn't get. I don't really get it deeper, to be honest. I just want, I yeah. just watch it. Yeah, like, there's a game. I mean, <laughs> okay, so basically, I mean, yeah, to explain the game of American football, you have it's it's like rugby in a sense, but it's not like rugby because in rugby you can't you can't throw the ball forwards. In 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 American football, you can throw the ball forwards, but you can only do it once per play, and you can only do it behind the line of scrimmage, which is where you start. And basically, you have four chances in American football to go 10 yards. So if you get, you start at first and 10, and then if you go two yards, that'll become second and eight. And if you get another three yards, that'll be third and five. And then obviously, depending on the type of situation, you might um, what's, do what's known as punting, which is basically getting the ball to, as far down the other end as possible. So that even though on, on the fourth down, so even, even though you don't have the ball anymore, the other team has to cover more ground to score. Um, that's the essentials of it. It's it's quite a complicated one, but once you get into it, it's kind of it's really kind of quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I am obviously a Buccaneers fan because of Tom Brady. I like the Patriots, and I'm I'm very happy with how Belichick, who's the coach for the, for the Patriots, is doing in terms of the off season. He's hired a lot of a lot of strong players um, uh, in in free agency. I think Carl Van Noy, they managed to get him back. He's a offensive lineman. They've got. Um, and also got um, Nelson Aguilar, who used to play for the Eagles, and when they when they won it against the Patriots, um, that was a different that was a difficult game for me because I was rooting for the Patriots, and but I liked the Eagles as well, and obviously mm-hmm. the Eagles won, so it was like that was that was the first Super Bowl I watched live, and second one being the one's just gone, even though it's in really terrible quality because of the internet and. <laughs> the BBC, the BBC, just the, the coverage of it is just terrible, honestly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't watch like, the thing, the English coverage. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, not, it's not yeah. something. Yeah, I mean the accents are nice, but that's like hearing a home accent is is nice, but that's about it. Um, it. It can be a bit, you know, distressing sometimes when they're talking about games that happened a week ago um, oh, yeah. on the show, and, and that's 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 a bit annoying to be honest. Um, but yeah, um, so the Patriots have got uh, have got Nelson Aguilar, they've got quite a lot of people, and obviously they don't have Tom Brady anymore. They had Cam Newton last year. He used to be the Panthers. Didn't he resign 
for, yeah, for this year. So they got yeah, yeah they got they've, so they still got Cam Newton, um, obviously namesake, uh, kind of complete coincidence. Obviously used to be play for the Panthers, played in the Super Bowl Fifty, lost to uh, Peyton Manning's Broncos. Um, not that I watched that game, not that I really followed much outside of Patriots and Eagles and mm. now Buccaneers games, but uh, so I mean he yeah basically Carolina they didn't really treat him well um, in terms of looking after his medical um, condition so he declined a bit and it's kind of in the case of like he's maybe not as adept uh, as throwing the ball as he used to be but yeah, I think I think he's I think they can you can always work a good team around the quarterback mm. I think that's that's kind of what um, it's been proven I mean Peyton Manning who obviously won that Super Bowl? He was that that team was very much carried by the defense. So I think I think Belichick might be trying to do something similar here with the Patriots. And so who, who knows? I mean, I think I think they will be forced to reckon with. I think I think people are are maybe not they're not um, maybe I don't know. I think I think they might they might do quite well, even though this this year the, the Dolphins have gotten stronger in, the, in their division, and obviously the Bills are now probably the best they've been since the early nineties, probably. Yeah, the bills, the, bills, the, bills, just, the bills look I mean, really, really good. The yeah, bills look good, really but then, good. then, uh, then yeah, the Jets, the Jets are just the Jets, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no, no one cares about the Jets. Okay, no, 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 um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, season is is still a few months away, and there's all the baseball stuff going on, which I'm not really going to follow. I mean, I've I've watched a couple of baseball games. I watched the 2016 World Series, which was a really uh, interesting game. If you go check it out because of course it was those that was two teams that hadn't won it yet i think they, they or, or they hadn't won it for a very long time the 2016 they, they, isn't that when the white Sox won that oh i mean maybe it's a different yeah then i was i was thinking about cubs i can't indians. i can't i can't remember i, I, thought, I thought it was cubs and in, indians because the cubs won it in 2013 no, um, no was it 2013 i thought 2016 um, I'm, I'm, I'm setting it now to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it was 2016. 2016. Yeah, it was Cubs and Indians. Yeah. Yeah, told you. <laughs> told you. Uh, um, okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, and then the other sport which I've been sort of trying to follow, which is golf. Like, I've never really been massively into golf, but I'm just kind of intrigued. And I, I sort of, during the lockdown, I've, I've kind of come to, to really appreciate it as a game. and following some of the old players and Seve Belceros is one that I particularly like because again Spanish and I like Spanish players and gen- generally um, obviously he, he he used to be very good at, at the peak of his powers and and then yeah Tiger Woods um, obviously he's inactive he had the car crash about a month ago now but yeah. um, hopefully he gets he gets back to playing well and um, yeah and then there's another guy who I, I like the look of called Bryson Dish. Bryson DeChambeau. Mm. Um, mainly, he has a he's he's got he's, he's got a massive drive. Like, yeah, he, he can basically hit the ball two hundred miles an hour. Um, I don't know how many other golfers can do that, but that just seems impressive. Well, so people hate him because he can drive the ball so so far. Well, I mean, he just he just works at it. Like, yeah. uh, like he's just that, that good. And I think apparently apparently he got disqualified or, or something. I got he got got into trouble for trying to he, he use the ball from another hole. To get you to try and use the, the the green from another hole to get his ball into the hole because it was it was shorter as the growth was. Oh no, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think they I think they outlawed it. Yeah, um, which <laughs> like, is that's crazy. I mean, I mean, that's just gamesmanship, isn't it? Trying to find all the loopholes and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah stuff and, 
Golf, yeah. golf is good. I mean, ever since I played the Deep Arrow golf um, game, mm. um, I've been following more and more about golf. And now yeah. I've joined the uh, the majors game that Alan Health is mm-hmm. hosting. So yeah. hopefully, uh, yeah. by following that game, I'll be able to follow more golf, which is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he does obviously does both of those, and I joined just because of, I, I liked the, the the form games championship edition, even though I finished mid table, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. And we had two wet races as the last last two or four yeah. rounds. That was <laughs> that was kind of. That was that was kind of nuts. And you you won that one, so well yeah, done, well done one that. by one, one by one shot, which was uh, which was yeah. very surprising because I never mm. won a single main main tour game. So you know, yeah, winning the but, mm. FGC was pretty good. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to playing both of the games just because of that. Um, yeah. yeah, plus you got plus you got Alan Alan in your team, so he will do the. He'll do oh, yeah. the uh, scores for you just by <laughs> just by posting the thing. I believe um, <laughs> Kyle, uh, Kyle Roy Mitchell. He's playing yep. on it, um, and then there's another guy that he posts for as well. So, yeah, you got you got a few people in your team that plays for it. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe Maru is also playing for it. I can't remember if he's on. If he's playing, but I know he plays with. He's done a couple of other games with us or with me. I've played a few games with him. So, um, oh yeah, and then uh, and then there was that time the one that won the sheep contest, which he hosted. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Myro's like, sheep is good. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, um, and it's, it's if nothing else because trying to guess what other people are doing, and um, that's kind of why I like Ready and Fire as well. Not that yeah. I've done so well in that, but I've always enjoyed the the fact that you can you can send your own flavor text to the weapon, and then I always make it something you know culturally relevant for that that time. So, although I'm not so good at that, because um, I think I've been knocked out in the first round every time I played that. But yeah, the Cheap one, I, I thought I'm never going to win this, and then somehow, somehow I won it. And, and I mean, you get actually, you actually get credits for winning it as well. So that was yeah, because yeah, people donate, nice. yeah, people donate to to the prize yeah. pool, which is very good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how often that's um that's uh posted, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's a difficult game to try to host because you get like ton, you get loads and loads of messages yeah. coming through, you know, advances and stuff like that, and then collating mm. all the all the answers and then adding them up and then putting them into a table that's readable. Um, yeah. No, but I, I hope I hope Myro hosts another one soon. I mean, mm. it's, it's a very simple yeah. game. You just you just answer what you think everyone answers. You know, mm. like, like Family yeah. Feud, but you know, yeah. <laughs> just one answer. Basically, basically, yeah. No, but yeah, mate. Yeah, it's been it's been absolutely awesome talking to you, man. We can talk a lot more for sure. I can like I, I can I can tell for sure, but I believe we're actually. Uh, Getting to one and a half hours, okay. <laughs> which is which is actually, which is actually pretty good. No, but it's it's been it's been great talking to you, Cameron. Man, it's, it's been really nice. Thank you. Um, like I said, um, absolutely, absolutely, just uh, just for me, it's been awesome listening to your story, how you went to GPRO, all your different kind of thoughts on, especially music, and um, you know your hobbies, your sport, all that kind of stuff. Really, really good. And I definitely enjoyed this one for sure. Um, yeah. Any, any final thoughts there, Cameron? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've, yeah, enjoyed, um, yeah, enjoyed enjoy coming on here, and uh, definitely hope to uh, continue as 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 I have as I have been on on the forums. I will be myself. I will be try to be myself, and uh, I will try to engage with the people that myself 
be heard but and, and try and stand up for people and and but but ultimately yeah i i i you know i i will i just simply ask the people you respect me as as i would respect them and and hopefully yeah con right. con contribute to the community um a lot more in the, in the future yeah yeah no i definitely agree and I, I know a lot of people um who don't really know you well who don't really know you well do um you know do have does have a skewed kind of opinion on you um but hopefully listening to you you know in this in this uh podcast oh, beautiful anyone, voice <laughs> it is a very nice voice don't get me wrong but, um, <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope i hope that people do who, who, who do listen to this you know have a different will you know have a different opinion on you maybe you know for the better uh, and you know hopefully uh, your your uh, your kind of forum status goes from you know controversial to maybe one that yeah. you know people do like maybe i'll get into the hall of fame you know <laughs> you, you you'll get there one day for sure i actually haven't checked the uh, the current oscars oh yeah I, yeah that's I, the other thing the oscars because um kyle's um kyle's normally does it on the friday after the first race but but this this see i think he was busy yesterday so he's, he's doing them as we speak and i think i think he was still still um posting the results of that as we started recording so yeah we don't we don't really don't know who's won like the the hall of fame i award. genuinely don't know who won i mean i nominated bradley peen but uh <laughs> I, i'm gonna say that now yeah the, the whole thing that's the other whole, whole thing with bradley peen yeah we oh, I, I don't know people thought i was you know he, he was in my double count but i was just you know trying to help another guy on and no i'm yeah yeah i just want genuinely want to help people and yeah yeah, that's, that's great yeah that's pretty good i do love that yeah but um no cameron it's been absolutely awesome talking to you man really do appreciate yes. it um seventh episode i've got a very special guest um uh, i actually can't remember but, uh i will uh let i will let i will let you know cameron through for right. pms so you will know mm -hmm. for sure but uh no absolutely great talking to you cameron and uh thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys next week goodbye bye bye, bye, -bye.